Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. I, I swear to God, it feels unnatural that you don't do some sort of gimmick in the very beginning, but... I've talked to you about this already. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike. That's Joe. Uh, we have been friends for over a decade. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. And each week we call one another, sometimes more than once, and we just catch up. I know, and we're coming off a very super gay episode. Was it really gay? Mike. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, fucking a priest, um, going to Hawaii, you're dating someone you met at Powerhouse. I mean, it was gay cubed. None of the news stories that I, we talked about were gay. That's true. I guess the reason I bring it up, remember the guy who, Adam Vaught, who started off the show? No, uh-uh. Well, there was a guy here named Adam Vaught, and he spoke to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he has been, he, every week he calls me with his critique of the show. Which is so nice. Yeah, and he's usually pretty good. But one of the things he said is that he thinks the show is, he calls me last week, he goes, I think the show's too gay, and it, it alienates people like me, straight guys, who listen. And I got so mad. I actually kind of refrained from comment to him, but I'm going to say it right now. Look, every fucking day I go out, I step out of my house, and I go into a world where straightness is thrown in my fucking face. Whether it's on billboards, whether it's on the radio, whether it's in TV, whether it's in movies, whether it's in life. And if for one hour a week... We're gay. We're gay. Mm -hmm. And that bothers you? Don't listen to the fucking show. <laughs> well, I just wrote a really angry email to Joe Rogan. I'm so upset that his his podcast is like very straight. He talks about his wife all the time. It's mm -hmm. disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> I know exactly. Adam Carolla is getting a very angry email from me. <laughs> it's way too straight that show. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm also I have another complaint to make, not just to Adam Vaught. At you. Me. Yeah. Can I please tell you a story? And by you, I mean the audience. So Wait, so you're mad at the audience? No, I could never be <laughs> mad at my wonderful audience. Okay, what are you mad at me for this week? Especially my boyfriend. Which one? Mark Sacco. Okay. Is that his name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. From Cocktails and Cream Puffs. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Uh, Wait, you're not going to go into why your boyfriend is Mark Sacco? Who has a partner, by the way? Yeah, I'm his partner. No, he has a partner. Yeah, me. No, like he has a pre-existing partner, so he can't get health insurance. <laughs> anyway, so get this. So last week, a friend of the show and a friend of ours, Kate Doyle. Love Kate Doyle. Love her. Calls me. And she's telling me how much she loves the show. She's a big fan of the show. And she tells me that some friends of hers who are a married couple are big fans of the show. I met them. Uh, I, I, I knew the husband, but I just met the wife once. And that they're huge fans of the show. And that the wife is pregnant. And she has to listen to the show in small doses because she laughs so much that it has something to do with her pregnancy. I don't know. I'm so gay. I don't even know what it would do. But it, she has to listen in small doses, okay? Because okay. she laughs so much. She doesn't want to shake the baby loose. Maybe. If she, if she laughs too much, it might fall out. Anyway, so I call Mike, and I tell him this compliment, and he goes, what's wrong with people? The no, the, actually, hey, excuse Joey, me, excuse first me. I made a really good joke. 
because Adam Vought says he wants the show to be 45 minutes because that's his commute time. Jeremy W. wants it two and a half hours because that's his math class time. So I, you said she had a complaint, and I was like, oh, is it that she wants the show to be nine months because she's pregnant? That's a good joke. That was a good joke. It's a solid but, joke. But then, what did I complain about? I said, what's wrong with people because they... Because, let me finish this when I do this. You went, what's wrong with people? The show's not that good. We're not that funny. And then I went, mm, I'm pretty funny. And you're like, no, you're not that funny. <laughs> and it gave me this total complex. And I brought it up at the wedding to people. I told them the story. Um, and so anyway, it was very, very good. Uh, justifi- not justification. But I got good, very good validation when Daniel, somebody that you know. Mm-hmm. Um, wrote an email talking about how I'm his favorite part of the show. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just am really bad at taking compliments. And so this show is like part of me maybe. So I guess it it's kind of like, I don't know, when they compliment us, I'm still, I struggle to take it. So it's, Joe, you are very funny. So there. Thank you. That's all the validation I wanted. Um, I wanted to um, make some corrections to things. That's what this mini episode is supposed to be about. Um, when we, I was listening back to the show for the 11th time. Uh, <laughs> I really have listened to it a bunch of times. I noticed that um, there was a part where we were talking about like uh, pe- the young people of today and technology and stuff like that. And I meant to say I am so not jealous of kids today. And I said, for some reason, I am so jealous of kids today. I bet you it's a Freudian slip. I bet you I really do want my dick to be all over the internet. No, you don't. We have it. We have it good. We didn't grow up with Grinder in our back pocket or text messages or Facebook statuses that like ruin reputations. We didn't have to deal with any of that. We have it better. So I agree with you that you are so not jealous of kids today for that reason. Um, I also wanted to talk about, I want to make another correction. Uh, you were doing this news story, which was a good news story about a, a young woman who got drunk and some boys uh, took advantage of her. That's a fair statement, right? Audrey Pot, yeah. Audrey Pot. So they stripped her naked and they took pictures after writing on her with markers. They took pictures and she ultimately committed suicide. Yes. I must have checked out for a sentence, but when I came back to Earth, I didn't hear the part where you said that there's no evidence uh, that they raped her, that they just drew on her with markers. So the entire time that I was responding to you, I was responding under the premise that they had raped her and put those pictures on the internet. So uh, so any lawyers out there or people who know what they're talking about in terms of these things, that's what I was thinking. Not that you could charge uh, teenagers with rape for drawing on somebody. Right. Well, there was, I mean, there was certainly lines crossed. So No, 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 no. I don't disagree with that. But there were things in there I was saying, like, you can charge them with rape and, ch- and the full extent of the law. And I was like, for drawing on a girl? Like, okay. So, um, now, now, don't get me wrong. What they did was horrible. But I was, again, the words I was saying were coming from the place of raping her. Right. I got you. I didn't feel anything was too weird when I listened back, so don't worry too much about it. Now, I want to talk about something else that happened. We got a couple of uh, tweets from Joey Boohecker, who is 
one part of the Cocktails and Cream Puffs podcast. You know who's another part of that? Uh, who? Mark Sacco. <laughs> he is, you're right. Um, but Joey Buhecker, uh had a few things to say about something that he heard on the podcast, something that we actually didn't say. Um, and maybe I should preface all of this that we've had a lot of back and forth. We've had some voicemails. We've had emails. We've had Facebook messages with Joey. And we have resolved everything. And we actually, actually, we all agree. And we from the very beginning, we all agreed. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, I think we totally, yeah, from the very beginning, we all were on the same page. So Joey was just a little concerned that he thought that we said that he thought we were like basically bashing femme guys. Am I right? Yeah, but I think there was a part I've listened to the uh, outtake several times, and I think if you're not completely paying attention to every word that I say, like I do to myself, it, it can come off as I was saying that it, it, we're going to see a future where femme guys disappear, and right. that, um, and I, I guess he got the impression that I thought that, that was a good thing. And that wasn't the point I was making at all. The point I was making was that the, the we'll always have the same number of fem guys, but we're going to now see a wider spectrum of diversity because the people in the middle who always um, chose to pass or could pass or however you want to phrase it. They went kind of for the hyper-masculine sort of character that wasn't genuine in them. Well, they um, did that or they also just didn't come out of the closet. Till sure. later or whatnot. So um, now we're going to see a wider spectrum. As people are more comfortable with it, you're just going to see a wider spectrum. There will always be femmes and you'll always have butch. But you also, we're also going to see a growing middle and a growing spectrum, which I think is a good thing in terms it's of awesome, diversity. yeah. And I think we all agreed on that. Uh, we also got a, a voicemail from Kyle who kind of had the same opinion. Um, and I think, I mean, really, Joey, uh, there's a famous writer. I don't know who it is, though. I probably should have Googled this, but there's a famous, super famous, super famous quote from this super famous writer about um, if that's what people read, then that's what I wrote. So, oh. I mean, if, if people are hearing that, two people are hearing that, even though Joey kind of admits that he didn't listen too closely, I think. If people are hearing that, then we should certainly... I'm glad we're clarifying, clarifying that now. Well, you know, I, I didn't even know that's what Kyle was talking about. I was so busy in love with his voice <laughs> that I wasn't even listening to what he was saying. I was like, uh-huh. Oh, Joe. Right? So those messages from Joey were on our Twitter feed, and we also got some some tweets from um, the big fat one, Big Fatty. He he was kind of involved in a Twitter conversation that we had with Tom in Chicago. Hey, Tom. Tom said he's finally catching up on catching up, so he just started listening. I know. I'm very excited. I always like having new listeners. That Peter G has tweeted us a few times as well, um, and he was one of the people that tweet, tweeted us right after we put the last episode out as well as Crone Haven, and they both kind of pointed out an error in the file that we put up and helped us fix that right away, so that was cool. I love it. And then we got a tweet from Anthony Antaran. You remember him? Yes, we just talked to him. I know, and we're going to talk about him in a second. Um, I, you know what? I want to give a shout-out. Um, first of all, a guy, do you know John Marty, Mike? I don't think so, no. Well, an iTunes user named John Marty left a very, actually... Mike, I'm not going to lie, one of my favorite iTunes reviews. It was really short and sweet. Everybody should go check out the iTunes reviews 
to see it, but it's, it's really, really nice. So, John Marti, thank you, and you're now entered in the Catching Up with Catching Up contest. I also want to give a little shout-out to my buddy, Tommy Colton, over there in England. He and I had a nice little Facebook convo today, and he told me he's been turning on people at Oxford to our show. Whoa. Yeah. We're international. Thanks, Tommy Colton. Oh, Mike, you also said that we got an email from my uh, friend Patrick Keane, the comedian. Patrick Keane, K-E-A-N-E. Very, very funny comic. One of a good... Like, literally, Mike, I'm not even joking. When I hang out with him, I never laugh so hard. He makes me laugh so hard. You, uh, He's been on um, Craig Ferguson. He's been on Comedy Central. He's a touring comic. He'll come to a town near you. If he does, go see him anytime he's near you. Um, Mike, should we play some voicemails? Well, we have one voicemail to play. Um, I think so. Kyle and Joey both left us voicemails, but we're kind of we kind of summed those up in the conversation we had before. However, we got a voicemail voicemail from RC Martinez. Hey, catching up, guys. This is RC in Madison, Wisconsin. I was calling in response, well, not in response, but just to comment on uh, the last show that you put out. Uh, I had to tell Joey that whole father Steve story I swear I was listening to it at work and I just totally got like a boner um I've been to the priest I've done that and uh it's pretty fucking awesome Joey fly to New York and get that ass um yeah <laughs> uh, I also thought it was kind of funny uh Joey's whole uh <laughs> what was it don't make me get oh I forgot what he said anyway um, I'm going to hang up now. Bye. Mike, I want to know what... Does R.C. Martinez leave voicemails like this at his office all the time? Why? <laughs> because he, he tweeted us afterwards that he had been saying this in his office. And so he was talking about having like a boner and everything like that in his office? Maybe he has like a private room office. Like I don't. I doubt that he's like in a sea of cubicles and he's just saying that. I love that our show is giving people boners. Yeah, we're it's a it's a public service podcast that we have here. What is wrong with people? This show doesn't give me a boner. That was my impression of you. Oh. Um, okay, should we talk about catching up with catching up? <laughs> yes, this week we talked with Anthony Antron. He won the catching up with catching up contest. And we called him on the telephone, and we talked for a long time. I went from my office, I walked all the way home, and then all the way to the grocery store in our entire conversation. And I ended up sitting in front of the grocery store for a little bit at the bus stop while we were finishing up the conversation. Well, what did we learn about him? We learned he's a software engineer. We learned he had the same partner for 17 years, which we, we know is like a million years in gay world. He's a very just nice guy. And... I don't know. He was like... Yeah, he flew to Seattle to go to someone's memorial service. He was also very good at laughing at things that we said that were funny. Right? He was good at that. Well, no. He never laughed at my stuff. He laughed at your stuff. No, I'm just used to talking to you and you never laugh at my stuff. What are you talking... You're crazy. You never laugh at my stuff. Mike, you know what, Mike? I'm going to flirt with you right now. Mike, you're so crazy. That's so weird. <laughs> I don't even get it. So there was a point in the conversation. Well, 
at the very beginning of the conversation, Joe was like, all right, Anthony, I have this problem where when we're talking to people, I always turn it back to us in the show. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, tell tell me your partner and he's, he tells us yes I've been partnered for however long and yada da yeah and then the second question Joe asks is does your partner listen to our podcast Ew. <laughs> you did Joe <laughs> you, you were like trying so hard to not make it about us and then the second thing you ask is about us but we did a good job of talking a lot about Anthony and learning a lot about him and it was a good time um okay awesome um we also really quick we felt a little bit bad because uh we talked with jeremy w uh two weeks ago and we kind of didn't talk about it much on the podcast is that right yeah because as usual we just went to ourselves of course Mm -hmm. but jeremy w was very interesting he goes to school in new mexico in albuquerque Mm -hmm. and i remember what his major was i remember he was a film studies minor it was like business administration or something boring. Yeah, and then he, but oh, I know it was kind of boring. But then he, I thought it was something like maybe it was business, and then it was film studies minor, which I thought was interesting. And he does like yeah. video shoots or something like that for extra money or something, doesn't he? Yes. Um. Okay. Perfect. Mike, are you ready to do the drawing for? Yeah, I'm okay. so excited. This, I'm so not excited. even joking. This is my favorite part and nothing against the gay guys who've submitted reviews i'm really pulling for a straight guy or a straight woman well jeremy is straight joey oh <laughs> maybe say that again nothing against the men oh that's right okay i'm really nothing against the men i'm really pulling for a woman this time okay Alrighty. It's funny because I think our reviews are kind of 50-50, but every one of the Catching Up with Catching Up contest winners has been female. All right. I mean male. I mean male. I want to say this before you tell us the rules about Catching Up with Catching Up. P- guys, please, please go to iTunes. If you have not written a review, write a review and... That's it, right? Please. So easy. All you have to do is go to iTunes and write a review, and then each week... Joe makes a lot of noise and picks the name of one of the people that have written an iTunes review. And then contact us if you hear your name called, and we'll arrange for us to catch up. Okay, here we go. Mike, are you ready to draw the name? Yes. I'm going to draw the name. My hands are rifling through the slips of paper. I have chosen a name. I am pulling it out. I'm really, I haven't looked yet. I'm hoping for a woman. Okay. The winner of this week's episode Get to it. of Catching Up with Catching Up, <laughs> the person that will be talking to us next week is... You're going to really like this one. Do you want to take a guess, even? No. This is a person you're going to really like. Okay, I'll tell you this. It's a woman. Good. It's a woman. Do you, wanna know, do you know who it is? Just tell me. The person who will be catching up with me and you next week is... Empress Chris. Oh, yay! That's awesome. That's Christina from the Greetings from Nowhere podcast. She's incredible. So that'll be fun. All right. There you go. So now we we will be speaking to Empress Chris um, before the next recording of the mini episode. Um, Please, once again, uh, please leave an iTunes review. They help people find the show. 
So please, if you like the show, leave an iTunes review. That's the best way to help the show. Um, Mike, do you have anything else to add to today's episode? Nope. All right. Um, Okay, so let's just go to the outtakes. Mike, it was nice catching up with you. All right, bye, Joe. All right, bye. Okay, so I go to the rehearsal, uh, right? And I'm standing around at the rehearsal, and... I'm waiting with Melissa because we're waiting to be, you know, taught how to walk in and stuff like that. And you know, the bridesmaids are a little ahead of us. And one of the women there, her name is Janet. Janet is going to do a reading from the Amber Spyglass. Okay. Uh, which is a young adult novel. Okay. Okay. And then all of a sudden Janet comes up to us and she says, um, I just heard that this reading was at Claudia's wedding. Claudia is one of the bridesmaids. And Melissa, who was in Claudia's wedding, was like, oh, my God, was it? Oh, my God. So she goes up to Claudia, and she goes, Claudia, was my read was this reading in your wedding? And Claudia says, yeah, but, you know, very, like, no big deal or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. But Melissa, I think when you're planning a wedding, she just gets really, really freaked out. Uh-huh. And she's, like, she's like obsessing on it because now she's obsessing on every detail. Mm-hmm. So I calm her down, and I go, look, just... It's fine, right? It's fine. Not a big deal. Just keep it. She's like, because we wanted to change it. Anyway, so I'm talking to Janet later, and Janet's like, can you believe I have to read this corn dog reading from this from this amber spyglass, right? Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know. I mean, I guess. Yeah, right? So now the wedding comes. She gets up to read it. She starts sobbing and crying. <laughs> Well, it's like you too. Can't can't finish the reading. Wait, get this, get this. So then I'm talking to Shane today. I went to get coffee with Shane, mm-hmm. and I'm telling him this story. And he goes, "Well, what what is this passage?" And I go, "Oh my God, it's this passage. It's I mean, it's fine." I go, "He goes, I want to hear it." So I pull it up, and I start reading it, and I start crying. <laughs> No. Yes, I start crying. Okay. So, there that's, we go. Well, part of it, you said that you were emotional at the ceremony and you weren't that's, that's thinking you were going to be. So. No, no. Oh, just the power, just the power of the actual ceremony. Mike, you know I was at a coffee house in Newport Beach. No, I know, but maybe you were connecting it to the ceremony in your head. Oh, maybe. I also think it's, I actually did think it was a beautiful passage. I didn't think it was corny. So, that's yeah. the story. And you're sticking to it. I'm sticking to it. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510 239 7798. Um, yeah, I mean, um, uh, um, 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 um